Welcome to Translate This, a podcast about language, culture, life, and the hilarity of it all. Proudly sponsored by Barbier International, because they pay our paychecks, right, Richard? They do. And good morning. How are you, Melissa? I'm good. How are you doing? Awesome. Well, that means it's not awesome. But Why? Why is it not Uh, awesome? uh, You know, I slept not so great, but... I am ready for podcast. Okay. <laughs> so I guess we need to hold on to our hats here. Yes. We don't know what's going to come out of your we, mouth. Oh, yeah. Well, we've got, luckily, we've got a great editor. So <laughs> Yes, yes. Thank you, Producer Lauren. Producer Lauren. She's great. Well, I, I have an interesting topic. Hopefully, it won't put you to sleep then. Oh, no. That's why I'm still awake because I'm so excited. What okay. is it going to be? Okay. Well, as everyone knows by now, neither Richard nor I know what we've researched when we present this to each other. So one's coming in blind and the other one's coming in informed and we hope that it goes well and nothing happens or it floats. Maybe that's why I couldn't sleep last night. I was too excited. (laughs) Podcast. It's podcast day. No, I I hope, seriously, I do. I hope this doesn't put you to sleep because my topic today is about letters and numbers. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to put some dynamite in there. Let's hope so. <laughs> well, okay. So I was on this weird tangent mm-hmm. after thinking about Elon Musk. All right. Well, yeah, he can put all of us on a tangent. <laughs> yeah. And about his baby's name. Now, he has more than one child now, but, uh-huh. but the first baby and how we couldn't, any of us, figure out how do we pronounce X and then what looks like an A. Smashed together with an E, A dash twelve. Uh huh. So there's no actual name. Do you have to spell it out every time? Apparently, the second, Mm -hmm. the second character, the A E, Mm -hmm. is a linguistic character Mm -hmm. and pronounced Ash. Ash. Okay. So technically, I guess you would say X Ash A twelve. That is how you say. The child's name. I think it's very interesting uh-huh. because it made me think: Why are we so thrown off by this as a as a society, especially right. in English? Why are we thrown off by the fact that there are numbers and letters that are not representative of what we think of when we go to read? Okay. So it's more an us issue right. than it is an Elon Musk issue, hmm. if you think about it. Okay. Right. Because he's he's crafted this perfectly legitimate name. Yes. But it's without the norm of the construct that we were raised with. Right. In it's English. Thinking outside the box. Yeah. Or in Spanish for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and for you. And maybe maybe other languages. I'm not an expert in right. other languages that way, but but definitely I mm-hmm. wouldn't ever see this in Spanish. Right. We'd see numbers as an extension, like what? Fernando the fifth, right? Mm-hmm. Or something like yeah. that, more likely in Spanish. Okay. And sometimes in English, Charles the, the third. Mm-hmm. So we'll see Roman numerals used. Right. But we never see these characters used. Mm-hmm. And I and when I saw it, I immediately thought of German. Right. Because, you know, Ex- they have the little uh-huh. the little weird bee, bee one that I like. Right. The, the weird bee. <laughs> the weird bee. The lonely one the, always in the corner. Yeah. Exactly. No friends. No friends. But quite widely used. Yeah. Um, and for all my German speakers, please, uh, I apologize for my ignorance of not recalling the name of that letter <laughs> in your language. But in my defense, German is not my native language. 
so I started thinking about that and I thought, okay, in California where he lives, mm-hmm. okay, it, they only allow 26 English letters. And this is, this is what the reasoning behind this name and the 26 English letters of the alphabet to be used on birth certificates. Okay. And along with a limited list of special characters, including apostrophes, hyphens, and periods. That means there's no numbers or the AE symbols. Right. So I don't know how that happened that yeah. he was able to name his child that, but legally he was not allowed to. So on the birth certificate, it's a different name. No, I, I, on the birth certificate, it's got this name. Hmm. So I don't know what he did. I don't know how that happened. Honestly, I didn't research that far into the legality of how he placed the name. Something uh, called a bribe. <laughs> are you accusing Elon Musk of bribing judges? No, just the clerk that's sitting in the desk. <laughs> Use him extra money, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he gave him some cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. No one will know. No one's going to know. So that made me think, though. Okay, so here's Elon Musk naming his kid this this name that, again, X Ashe 12 with hyphens. Mm-hmm. That's, you know. Okay, so that's what's going on there. And then I thought, okay, well, is it me being ignorant? Am I the one that has the problem? Is society telling us that numbers are no more valuable than letters? Mm -hmm. So this is where I went off in my tangent for this week's podcast of are numbers devalued over letters Mm -hmm. in our communication? Right. Okay. So so let me come at you with a couple more examples. And then I need you to to expound on what I'm I'm giving you here. Okay. So imagine the Scandinavian word Sven. Right, Sven, I've seen that. Okay. And in English the equivalent would be Steven. Okay. Right. Why wouldn't his name be Seven? Like what if somebody wanted to take Sven, add another E in it Mm -hmm. in English, and now your name is Seven. Or like in Stranger Things, the character's Mm -hmm. name is Eleven. Eleven. So that's that. And okay. then my next example before you, you come out and, and give me your opinion on this. We know a person named Trey, and it's a common name mm-hmm. with males. Right. And it literally means in French, three. Three, right. Yep. But, but it's accepted in English to be called Trey. Yeah, and or it, short for a lot of other words. like No, no, it's just Trey. No. Yeah, I mean, you're right. With that Y at the end? Or T-R-E-I. T-R-E-I. Like I know the oh, okay. person that I'm speaking of is actually named T-R-E-I. Mm-hmm. Okay. But. I've, I've yeah. known someone T-R-E-Y. That's the and, more. Yeah. And then T-R-E short for other longer words like, like Trevante and things like that. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Trey is very commonly accepted. Yes. And it literally means three in another language. Right. Right. So. So. So, so why do you think there's a few pockets of mm-hmm. examples where we can see the acceptance of it, or maybe we're just not aware of it, or what? Why are we not naming our kids seven, eleven, nine, twenty-four? Why are we not wanting to? What? No. See, that's <laughs> a different question. Yeah, because I'm thinking since most people don't want to, the people aren't banging on the door saying, "I want to name my child a number." So there's not the issue. Yeah, you but, think? but no. But I mean. Aside from any horrible numbers, like, and I'm going to be completely honest here. Mm-hmm. I, I was actually kind of worried about this topic because I also thought about my personal family's history, mm-hmm. my fam- my husband's family's history with uh, Holocaust camps. Okay. Right. He lost a large 
population of his family uh-huh. on his mother's side in Auschwitz. Right. Wow. And and numbers were tattooed on people, right? right. And they were right. removed of that. So that led me again to this, and and mm-hmm. I'm completely empathetic to that. Yes. That I am not suggesting that there's no lack of empathy on my end talking about numbers and mm-hmm. why would we not want them, but why were they why was that why did we as a human species think mm-hmm. giving people number names mm-hmm. versus letter names right. is any more devalued how did we wipe humanity mm-hmm. from people and and it's not just auschwitz but like the internment camps that right. happened and your family's history i don't and i'm not sure we didn't would, get well the, um japanese internment camps there were no tattoos but you know there were other major issues, obviously, but um. But were the people numbered? I don't know that. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think they were de de identified to the point where they don't have they don't have their names written down. I think their names were kept logged, but I have to verify that. But if you remove the ugliness of our society and we don't yeah. focus on that part, okay, let's take all our history out. We take our history out. Uh huh. And why, then, and then think just just the fact of why don't we choose numbers? Mm-hmm. How are they any more? How are letters and frequency and and the sequencing of letters mm-hmm. any more valuable than the sequencing of numbers to create identity? Na- identity. Identity. Well, look at like I like that you brought up Eleven from Stranger Things that we all knew her as Eleven, and she put personality into that number, mm-hmm. and I think that's what we do to all names you know you could have any name and then when you get to know that person you identify that person with that personality and it it creates emotional responses and as a society i think that there are people out there that would say oh yeah i want to name my child nine or 16 and i see your point that there are there are examples where it's kind of accepted sort of accepted but the whole trade thing, what if someone in the United States wanted to name their child Dieses? Right. In letters. Is that acceptable? That's my point though, but that's a number. Mm-hmm. But it's not in English. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. But people name their children Jesus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they can name their child Dieses. Why but I'm I'm advocating that they should be able to. Yeah, yeah. I mean I wouldn't see why not. I don't see why they cannot accept that it's not an english number yeah right right are they going to look in all the languages and say you can't name that you can't you know what i mean well think about your favorite pastime what do you love to do and go do on the weekends oh okay that one what what is it what is it (laughs) play basketball right okay so you like to play basketball Uh uh-huh and tell me about uh there's been a lot of name changing in basketball and also in your other thing that you like to watch with my husband, which is American football sometimes, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And think about a famous player there that changed their name to American football. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking it. Well, I know in basketball. Yeah. Uh Meta World Peace. Right. Okay. okay. So so there was I was using that as a reference yeah. to give you a platform to go to the next one. Do you right. remember? Football. And it's a Spanish, two Spanish uh-huh. numbers. His oh name gosh, is... that guy Ocho yeah. Cinco. Exactly. God, did he really change it on his birth certificate? Yes, he legally okay. changed his name. To so Ocho there's Cinco. an example yeah. that they let him do it. Yeah. Okay. But it can't be eight five though. 
No, but I'm sure I'm certain though that, but no, it, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. No, but the, what they're saying is that you cannot put a number in place of a right, letter. Right, right. So the the gr- the text the the but graphic I, image. Yes. Okay, I get that. You cannot name somebody one 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 two. Yeah. Okay. But you can name somebody. Mm-hmm. Spelled one, out. Or O-N-E. 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 T-W-O. There you go. I like that. I mean, at least they can do that. <laughs> if someone wants the freedom of that, I know. Um, they but can do that. I, it just, oh, so this is why I went down the rabbit hole here on this one. Another example I thought of was another celebrity child is Blue Ivy from Beyonce mm-hmm. and Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. And it's written the mm-hmm. word blue and then the roman numeral for four but they don't say blue oh, four okay the child is blue ivy right i like that Little so twist. so yeah so according to scientific american because mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna always gonna find those, oh, those yeah. primary sources scientific american i love scientific american that's great. a great magazine i'm gonna wow. check that out it's great scholarly articles um in an article titled don't forget test and trick your short-term memory See where I'm going with this? Uh-huh. They state that the reason we don't name our children numbers, uh-huh. a lot of it, is say to remember information such as a number sequence, your brain uses its short-term memory storage. Okay. Your short-term memory has a limited amount of space to store information. Mm-hmm. As you fill it, there's less room to hold additional content. So if you use the number 49, okay. it takes up less space in your memory than to say four and nine separately. Hmm. And this is a memory technique known as chunking. Right. And it can help you memorize longer sequences of numbers and letters by chunking them together. I get that. Yeah. I remember that was a strategy used for people with good memory. And chunking is a strategy used by interpreters. Yes. So shout out to all our interpreters out there. Shout out. And I'm sure, and I'm not an expert in ASL Mm -hmm. interpreting, but I bet that also is occurring in ASL interpreting that they're chunking as they're interpreting as, as well to be mm-hmm. able to convey the message because of what they're having to sign right. and the i think well this is a whole nother topic but i think that mm-hmm. that a lot of asl interpreters are they are amazing their physicality is amazing because when somebody is interpreting spoken language yeah. which i still argue sign language is a spoken language mm-hmm. but verbally mouth spoken yeah. language right um I think that people are cognizant Mm -hmm. that somebody is repeating that to an audience and they're less likely to speak at a very rapid pace. Okay. However, I have not really seen people slow down Uh when sign language interpreters are having to interpret or uh, when people are singing. I watched a a recent uh, Instagram. It was an ASL interpreter Mm -hmm. who was signing at a rap concert. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. Kept right up with the singer. And we're talking rap. Yeah. I don't know how my, maybe they practiced. I don't know. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. I I would think that they would have had to practice. Someone just talented. Yeah. Just amazing talent. So anyway, shout out uh, to all of our sign language interpreters. And so I, so I went back to this blue Ivy situation and chunking things together. Okay. Then that led me down to another song. Uh, which I love. Mm-hmm. It's Kate Bush. I love Kate Bush. Yeah, I remember her. She's so amazing. She's still relevant. And she has a song about pi. P-I? The, the number, yes. Uh-huh. P-I. Not, not <laughs> apple or peach cobbler pie, uh-huh. but actual the numbers. 
pie. Right. And it's actually about a man who's mm-hmm. obsessed mm-hmm. with the actual calculation of pie. Right. And then I learned a little bit more about obsession with number calculation. Okay. And leading to psychosis mm-hmm. and mm. obsessive compulsive disorders. Uh-huh. And in one particular, if you're obsessed with one thing, I also learned the word monomania, which makes sense. Mono, you know, uh-huh. meaning singular right. mania, uh, which uh-huh. is people don't really use that anymore. They just say OCD. OCD. Okay. Right. Obsessive compulsive right. disorder, which we all know that. Mm-hmm. But monomania or monomania, depending on how you want to pronounce it, mm-hmm. uh, is being obsessed with one thing. And this song by mm. Kate Bush is about this man who is just absolutely obsessed with the calculation of pi. Because what do we know about pi? I just know 3.14. That's right. all I know. Right. Which is why everybody says happy pi day on March 14th. Yeah. But what does mm. it do? Oh, you got, uh, you're going to teach me something today. I <laughs> learned it, obviously. I took geometry long, like... 40 years ago. Uh, can you remind me? Yeah. But basically, my point is that it, it goes on to infinity. There's no uh-huh. there's no end. Yeah. Okay. There's no end of pi. It okay. just goes on forever and ever and ever mm-hmm. and ever, mm-hmm. continuously calculating and sequencing uh-huh. numbers. But so does counting. Right. Yes, yeah. it does. But, but pi, though, it's this magical little force mm-hmm. of nature that goes on and does all these important things for geometry and, mm-hmm. and algebra and calculus okay and so it's it's just so cerebral it's beyond anything i could ever think about mm-hmm. and and it's a, and you could become obsessed with it okay you could become obsessed with when does it wow. regenerate how does it repeat itself you know what goes on and you know that's i think people are are they can become dedicated to one particular number do you, do you think it's an ocd type of person that would get kind of in that rabbit hole of mentality um, I think anybody that would have that, yeah, I mean, anybody could do that. Hmm. I mean, anybody, I mean, Euclid, it's Euclid, mm-hmm. uh, Euclidean geometry. Okay. So maybe Euclid was obsessed with, with pi. Yeah. I'm not sure, but it's in mathematics, it's the ratio of the circumference of a circle to its diameter. Okay. So it's also the 16th letter of a Greek alphabet. So. Mm. That leads me back to my topic. Why are numbers so devalued when Greek letters of uh-huh. sororities and fraternities, right. they identify themselves as Kappa Gamma Alpha. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't mm-hmm. in one, so, but you okay. know, whatever they are. Right. And they are proudly like, I am that. And they're mm-hmm. saying Greek numbers mm-hmm. in English. Uh, yeah. You remember this yeah. is this whole conversation is about why in English yes. are numbers devalued. Okay. Yes. And so these sororities, fraternities are using Greek I was thought letters, but you're saying numbers. Mm-hmm. But to identify themselves. But they're written in Greek letter right. characters, but they're still like walking around saying I'm one, two, three. Oh. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't I never joined one. And then you think in the biblical sense, yeah. the alpha and the omega. Right. I'm the alpha and the omega, the mm-hmm. beginning and the end. Right. But it means the primary number, the mm-hmm. beginning number, and the omega, the ultimate mm-hmm. number. So you're saying we're putting more importance on numbers of other languages. Yes. That's okay. what I'm concluding at this Got point. It. So this is what I also found out. Um, and this is a kind of a little side note on this. 
uh, storms, I started thinking, okay, we named storms mm -hmm. people's names. Uh, yeah, but the first letter um, alphabetically. Right. right. So there is a, there's a numerical sequence mm -hmm. because we have 26 letters right. in the English alphabet. Right. So once we hit the end, mm -hmm. we have to repeat. Right. But each year, hopefully there have never been 26 storms in a year. And I don't know if, and I'm sure it's happened where they've had to repeat. I think this was the first year that it happened. Oh, I see? think. Yeah. See, they had to repeat. Verification, Lauren? Yeah. Producer Lauren will, will find that out for us. I remember hearing the news. Caster saying they ran out ran out of letters. That's horrible. Yeah, Climate I do change. think they exclude a couple of letters too, like X. Probably, <laughs> although Xine from X. Xine. Xavier. Call, yeah, Xavier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, or you know, more Elon Musk baby names maybe uh -huh. in the future. Yeah. Um, but I thought about the big storm that Madrid mm -hmm. had, twenty twenty one, Philomena. Philomena, yeah, which I um. Just we missed, we just but missed it. we heard lots of stories about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I thought, well, why didn't they name that storm number nine? Why nine? <laughs> no, I was just randomly oh, like, random if that was nine. the ninth storm of the season. Like, why don't they just say this is storm number twelve? Yeah, why are they personalizing these storms? Yep. Mm -hmm. So I looked up and seen that was interesting because that's here in in Europe and mm -hmm. that's not even in English, right? Yeah. So uh, according to Noah, mm -hmm. and for those who don't know the organization NOAA in the United States. It's the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. All right. And they are kind of the the highest standard that we think of when we think of weather in the United States. Oh. Until the early 1950s, tropical storms and hurricanes were tracked by year and the order in which they occurred during that year. Mm -hmm. Over time, it was learned that the use of short, easily remembered names in written as well as spoken communications mm -hmm. is quicker and reduces confusion when two or more tropical storms occur at the same time. Right. And they said in the past, confusion and false rumors resulted when storm advisory boards from radio stations were mistaken for warnings concerning an entirely different storm located hundreds of miles away. Yeah. So that they're like, sense. look out for Fred over here, right. you know, but then it could have been look out for 23 over here and it could have been 23 over there. I have an, another excellent example okay. um, in actually American football ah. uh, that they're back in the old days, the coaches used to create plays that were identified by numbers. So the quarterback will call out numbers to the team while they're on the line, ready to hike the ball. and many players didn't know what play to go. And so that play would fail. And then some brilliant coach said, well, we're going to put names on these plays. And so you hear quarterbacks saying, Alpha, Indianapolis, uh, Joey, blah, 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 you know. Mm -hmm. And they identify the names with the plays. And guess what? Much higher success. Peyton Manning. Yeah. What was his Omaha? Omaha. <laughs> Omaha. I always think of that. Yeah. And I and I get it as a as a language instructor and teacher for so long. Um, you learn how to identify. You associate words with images. You know, you tell stories with the word. Uh, maybe he has an interesting story about turning left in Omaha and getting lost. So all the receivers have to turn left, you know. So that's called pneumatic. Uh, memory, right? Like yes. the, uh, so you have to do that mm -hmm. when you're making a list, and right. they tell you, "Let's let's do that." And uh -huh. and 
let's replace things. You create a story mm-hmm. if you want bread, eggs, cereal, whatever, yeah. and then you create that that story. Right. That's exactly the same thing, or mm-hmm. not pneum- a pneumatic, a pneumonic, pneumatic, pneumonic, pneumonic devices there to you remember go. things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, exactly. And so I was thinking, why are numbers unrelatable in daily conversations? And that is exactly mm-hmm. your point. Mm-hmm. And but I thought, what about coders? What about mm-hmm. musicians? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. No, people in in music say it's a three, four, ten, nine, whatever mm. you know, sequencing of rhythm, okay, of of beats, of counts, yeah. and they're always talking in math, mathematical yeah. terms, and so are coders. Yeah, and so the love, the love numbers, the love of numbers, excuse me, for sequencing and counting off songs with numbers. There are just, I, I was wondering, do we see them as utilitarian or? Do we see them as something passionate, depending mm-hmm. on the usage? But I also think, you know, your example about about football mm-hmm. and your example about of not maybe remembering things, mm-hmm. that has to be exactly why we're not using them. Mm-hmm. So I went further into that area to okay. research, and I did find this really cool academic piece on language and number values, the Mm -hmm. influence of number names on children's understanding of place values. Mm. So that was really cool because it was actually about why or how numbers in English, Mm -hmm. the word Mm -hmm. like 11 or nine or three, Uh how they're written, how they can affect understanding place values understanding and absorbing that and memorizing mm-hmm. one through ten mm-hmm. you know we used to have to do rote memorization for multiplication tables right two times four yeah yeah right and you'd spend hours mm-hmm. and hours impressing your friends i mm-hmm. can do my nines now i can mm-hmm. do you know what i learned was language specifically the names for numbers may out of this article they state may play a part in the differences in mathematical achievement because the English language is irregular mm-hmm. in its naming of two-digit numbers, and in contrast, the number naming systems of Asian-based languages, such as Chinese, are regular, the question is raised as to whether language is a pertinent factor in differences in mathematical performance. And mm-hmm. more research, they say, is needed to determine the effect of language in general and number naming systems in particular on how easily children learn the complex mathematical ideas of number and place values. Right. And the studies conducted during the previous decade had indicated that a child's native language has an effect on the early development of number concepts and the long-term application of number concepts, and in particular, the child's cognitive understanding of the base 10 place value system. Hmm. So when they gave me that information yeah. in this article about the difference between Asian-based languages mm-hmm. and English-based languages, right. I wonder if the same thing is occurring with any other language where we see children excelling in math mm-hmm. versus the United States versus English, particularly American English, or the obviously British English as well would be affected by this Australian right. English, right. New Zealand English, anywhere that we're speaking English, Canadian I mean, English. No, I could see that. I mean, I've seen, heard examples of how language, written languages affect mentalities, the way people think and mm-hmm. how people think. So I can see that using um understanding the the visual characters of the chinese 
characters in the alphabet is all visually visual to an actual visual object mm -hmm. is fascinating. And I wonder also how that affects the way they think, you know? Right. So I'm not sure, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, if we see people continue to do these mm -hmm. things in the future, but here's, here's my conclusion of okay. this. So perhaps it isn't that numbers are being shortchanged, mm -hmm. pun intended, <laughs> <laughs> But I had to. No, was I was going to so add corny. another pun, but I couldn't think of one. It's too late now. <laughs> it's so corny, but yeah, that's me. But it's the way that English language works, or perhaps other similar language constructs that makes numbers seem irregular mm -hmm. and therefore difficult to sequence, remember, or integrate into our daily communication in relation to culture and memory. Mm -hmm. So that's my that's my walk away from right. from going down this. Well, it makes you think more, though. That that's uh, what I take away from your topic is you are thinking more about how our culture and how we use our language um, affects the way we think. And this is a side note, but very pertinent at the same time. There's a new, there's a new HBO series called with Brene Brown. I love her, Brene. And please, Brene Brown, please. right? Please come on our podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be amazing. I'd yeah. be like an audience with the queen. Oh, my gosh. She's so brilliant. She is. And she, her whole premise of the show was to talk about how our language limits us and how we think emotionally. And wow. that because we don't use enough, I mean, we have a lot of words in our language, but mm -hmm. we don't use them. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't learn a lot of those emotions, and so they don't know how to identify them mm, mm -hmm, so they mm -hmm, repress them mm -hmm. you know in some ways so in that relates to what you're saying about numbers and how it can influence us to think away in a way that is less numerical you know that takes away part of that thinking from us you know so you're saying you think also that that language is rich and that words and culture are rich that if we were to use numbers only we would associate with a quantity and not an emotion that had to do with perhaps something feel that we feel or be mm -hmm. tangible. You think it would be sterile, maybe? If we use numbers. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like because we're emotional humans, we put we put emotions or feelings on everything. Right. I don't know. Let me think. If I say the number twenty, if I say the number twenty, what comes up in your head right away? Okay, it's so weird, uh -huh. but as soon as you said the number 20, yeah, I yeah. thought of yellow sunshine. Wow. I don't know why. Yellow sunshine. But that's what came up in my head. Wow. 20. And, the, and then you identified it that fast. Yeah. It just Maybe came I up. liked my 20s. Who knows? Maybe you went to the beach a lot? I was living in California. Sun tanning? No. Oh. I stopped sun tanning early. Okay. I didn't want to look like my grandma. <laughs> She no no, I, and I don't say that like uh, I didn't want to look like a grandma. Yeah. I didn't want to look like my grandma. <laughs> okay, there's there my grandma born and raised in Pensacola. Uh, she yeah she, she was born like, in this, she was just she looked like tan leather. She came off a frying pan. She did, <laughs> and she would tan every day. Wow, in Long Beach uh -huh. on her lawn chair, every day. Wow, and she moved to the she moved from one coast to the next and. Or off the panhandle. Give wow. me give me a number between one and a okay. hundred and let me think. I wanna see what comes up in my head. Forty seven. Yeah. A man getting old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost fifty. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Uh, 
That's great. Okay, throw one at me. Let's see what happens. Okay. Just random numbers. 99. Oh, yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> no. You you know what I, I, I saw the color white, like you know, white gray. You know what I thought with 99 was balloons. 99 oh, balloons. Oh, 99 yeah. love balloons. Yeah. Yeah. Reference to uh, our childhood. Yeah. So well, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I there do. could be a song with the number and you associate it with it. I yeah. actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because I mm-hmm. have this, I tend to use like everyone else, the yeah. same describers mm-hmm. and what Brene is speaking about. It sounds like is we mm-hmm. need to use more. We need to use more words to yes. describe our emotions. Yes. So I found this list of says, stop saying very. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. That's okay. a great. Uh, tool to increase your vocabulary. Let me read to you this little quick list here. And I know we've gone from numbers to letters, but maybe we're proving my point yes. and your point that uh-huh. that words maybe are maybe numbers should be devalued when it comes to expression, emotion, and kindness, and whatever else we mm-hmm. want to express. But for instance, very angry. See if you can guess the word. Oh, I have like five. Yeah. Eleven. Okay. Oh, you have a word. No, I have a word, but Do you want me to guess? yeah, just give me one. Uh, furious. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I love that word. Furious. Yeah. furious. Fast and furious. Yeah. Okay. Very beautiful. Gorgeous. That's the word too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is great. Like you don't even know this. Okay. Very big. Huge. Almost. Uh, massive. Ah. Uh, very close. Okay. Very boring. Very boring. Oh, mundane. That's better. Dull. Yeah. They have dull. Uh, I like okay. mundane better. Very noisy. Boisterous. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. But no. deafening. Ooh. That's a good one. Ah, Definitely. Yeah, that's uh, painful. Yeah. Very poor. Um, destitute. Yep. That's All it. Right. That's the word. Very cheap. Um, I don't know. Rich's first date. <laughs> <laughs> Stingy. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm, he's warning the women out there. Very, no, it's a joke. very clean. Very clean. Um, Oh, spotless. Yep, that's the word. Very short. Tiny. Brief. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that tiny. works too. Yeah. See, and that's that's where you have to... The difference between somebody saying tiny and brief, yeah. uh-huh. you would totally know that. Right. But if yeah. you said short uh-huh. or very short and there was no contextual... You need the they, context, You right? need the context exactly. for it to be brief or short mm-hmm. or to be tiny. Very difficult. This is a great word too. Very difficult. Let me think. Guess along um, our listeners. Very difficult is... And it's very difficult for you to think of the word. I know. I'm thinking <laughs> nearly impossible, but that's two words. No, no. Okay. Um, you lose. Okay. Arduous. Okay. That's a great yeah. word. Yeah, yeah. Very dry. Word. Ooh. Uh, s- very dry, scaly? I don't know. Oh, that would result in, in yeah. having dry skin. Yeah. Uh, arid. Arid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very quick. Uh, think, lightning fast. Think no. in Spanish. Uh, rapid. Yep. Oh, there okay. you go. Very bad. Malicious. Awful. Awful. Okay. Yeah. That's, either way. That's contextual. Uh, yeah, that's contextual. Yeah. Very smart. Intelligent. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Depressed. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'd say. Sorrowful. Sorrowful. Yeah. Depressed is like a condition. Almost. Yeah, it's a condition. Yeah. But sorrowful. That's a great yeah. word. And I like this next one. Very upset. Very upset. Frustrated. That. See, yeah. I, I get that. Well, I get when I'm upset, I'm frustrated. Yeah, but yeah. it's distraught. Distraught. Yeah. When you say very upset, yeah, yeah I think yeah. distraught's better. Okay, I'll do one more. Okay. 
here's another. Here's a different one. Very huge. Enormous. Yeah, see? That should yeah. be there. They went with colossal. Yeah. I yeah. have colossal for me has too many negative connotations. Well, I had massive as a, some connotations. Oh, <laughs> 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 massive. And hopefully what people will find our ranting and raving over here are very funny would be hilarious. That's right. Okay, well, uh, this has been another episode of Translate This, and maybe people now think of numbers in a different way. Maybe they don't. Uh, maybe we yeah. just made people we, go to sleep. We planted seeds. We threw <laughs> seeds know. into a, people's brains. And But who says math is boring? No one does now. No. Because no. math is not boring. Words have, or numbers have emotions too. If we don't have numbers, we can't have research. And if we can't have research, we can't enjoy our life. We can't have podcasts. That's right. We need that. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Richard and Melissa signing off for Translate, Translate this. this. Translate this. Translate this. Translate this.